Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello everybody and you're all welcome to another episode on a wild, wet, windy, dank, grey kind of, uh, it's, like a, it's like a morning from the 70s. It's, it's Galway weather. Last night. It's, it's the sun is shining in Mayo, is it? No, but it's just. Squally, you know, it's, it's squally. Just, well, north, or maybe it's just west of Ireland weather then. Would, would Mayo not be as damp as this now? It's always bloody raining here. I mean, it's raining in Mayo a lot too, but it seems to be always raining going. Oh, the wind, the wind was howling last night in Glenbowen. There's a little bit, there's, I don't know if it's a little bit of tape or something that's caught. I have a strange triangular window in our bedroom and right up at the top. A triangular window? Yes. <laughs> oh, my. It's a triangular window, yes. Is it for sexual energy? It's a triangular window. But you know, hang on, the, the, the pharaoh's always buried in triangles. Yeah, our window is the... Well, hang on for a second. In like a permit? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're kind of uh, I was 3D in... triangles. So a lot of people <laughs> would talk about the sexual energy of triangles. And there's some asking, is the reason why you have a triangular window? Does it help with the chakras? We bought the house. <laughs> we bought the house as a shell. So the triangular window was in it. It wasn't my... my so it's an actual triangle no, window. No, it's hard to explain. It's, a, it's a rectangle. It's about 20 foot high. <laughs> it's a 20 foot high window and it goes up into the triangle what? shape. Yeah, it's, it's... Oh, I know it. So it's, it's a banana. rectangle with... Yeah, uh, yes, with yes, a, yes. That's it's like exa- a house. Basically, if you were yes, drawing a house, it would look like that. And, 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 and it's 20 foot high. Well, I can't get to it. I have only a small stepladder, right? The person that hung the curtains when we moved into the house, we got curtains made for the, because it's so Awkward, big. Awkward, you so couldn't big. make curtains. I'd me. say the curtains in our bedroom are at least 25 foot high. Okay, can I just add, and, in, add, and, in, add <laughs> in the phrase off the ground? Yeah, but yeah. I'm standing looking up at them. What? What do you mean off the ground? Like he said, the no. window was 25 foot high. No, you And know, I was thinking, no, 25 foot high. Like, Rita, you get all this. Here, d- yeah, I know Dermot what you designs mean. over here. It's, 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 it's like yeah. that. Is it the whole length of the house? It's the whole height of the whole. It's like the house, that. The height of the right? house. And I the, mean. Curtains, the curtains are, uh, uh, they come across here. Just for those of you who can't like see, that. which is everybody, Hector's <laughs> drawn <laughs> diagrams. It's like that. The curtains go like that and then you pull them across. Very beautiful. There's a piece of tape up at the top and I've only got a small four step step ladder, right? And I was away for six days, five days during the week. And the first thing, I came in last night to a howling storm. There's a 
a swizz, a sw- sort There's of. There's a little mouse with a sand on. <laughs> it's just, I have to get up there to have a look at the situation. I'm surprised, a man of your, um, of your interests outdoors, that you would only have a four-step ladder, a four-step. Yeah, I only have a small little one just to get me around for changing bulbs and stuff. I need to get the industrial size, massive step ladder that I can get up to the top of this, and I'm going to get that. You know the yoke. You put the yokes. And you can seal stuff, the silicon. Yeah, silicon guns. Silicon guns. Every person. That's, 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 that's an ideal day for you, isn't it? Going down yeah. to the hardware store. <laughs> I want a big step ladder. I want them guns for shooting silicon, silicon gun. But yeah. anyway, no, last night was squally in our house. The wind coming in. Do you get do you from. Feel, do you feel the wind in, in, in Are you Barna? fucking kidding me? It's like being on the fucking the Marie Celeste. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is the wind. Ha- sure, we're, we're only 10 feet from Galway Bay. Like yeah. The, yeah. the wind. Does it come, howl, Tommy? It comes sprinting in here. Fucking sprinting you and howling, yeah. and you'd be in bed at two o'clock, and you'd hear. The fuck is that? And something somewhere around the grounds of the house would Aww. be banging, and a decision has to be made: Will Who's I try and sleep through yes. it, or am I going to get up and walk around in my bare feet around the fucking in round your, the grounds in your, in your jocks, round, round in me jocks around the grounds of the house because the gardener be gone. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I, I'm delighted you let him home for the night. <laughs> Tommy going round in his jocks in the dark listening to that with a sh- with a shotgun. I'd be like, <laughs> and what do you find? A deck chair hitting oh, off a greenhouse? Could be a fucking two pheasants riding, or it could be. <laughs> but come here, you were away over the weekend. I was away. I was away. Well, first of all, uh, we have to say many, many thanks to Covis Hall. They're keeping us tested. With our, yes, and with I them. and it's funny. Our daily testing. We have two boxes of them. In uh, Roscoe has a box of them, and I have a box of them, a separate box of them. Can you need to explain to people what it is. It's a Covisal. Covisal. It's a. It's a, a nasal test, and it's the it's the COVID test you Antigen can take. Antigen test, yeah. That can tell you. So before we do the podcast, we take it to make sure you we're always describe COVID-free. what it is, and then Larita corrects you on it. Larita, tell them what it is. No, I'm not getting involved. Tommy is perfectly answered. We're the clear today. There. I was clear during the week, and I just. To be able to go in the car and travel around the country like I've done for the last two weeks, I feel so privileged and uh, and happy that I can do it, that we're safe. And we have the the letter from TG Carhart that it's essential that we make this show because there's five free... There's five free. There's five freelancers working on the show. That's five families. So it's great to be out working. And I know other people are staying in their own bubble. So I don't want to sound big headed or anything. That we're well, out. you don't at all. But just tell us where you've been. I know that, but I just wanted to clear that up. And I want yeah. to say hello. Thanks. You're very aware of that. I think I am aware of this. You still want to be sounding big headed when you're. No, that I'm away traveling and staying in hotels. And and where did you go so people would... I just want to say to okay. the policemen who have stopped me on numerous checkpoints. Not the guards now, the policemen. Yeah. <laughs> where you, where the fuck were you, America? Yeah. <laughs> there are no guards the, around here anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> to the guards. The guards, to the the guards, guards now Ireland, stop me. Uh, we ever stop by the guards? <laughs> we ever stop by the guards <laughs> and go, are there any police around? <laughs> To the Gardaí, the policemen of this country, the Gardaí, the, uh, uh, who stopped me numerous times. Um, That's because you drive an Audi. If I was the Gardaí, I'd be stopping Audis all the time. Audi <laughs> yeah. is a classic we're, fucking... We're blacked out white. Oh, white. That, that's a fucking classic <laughs> criminal car. Says, <laughs> says, says he with the blacked out BMW. Huh? The blacked out Beamer 520 turning in the back. We can't even see in the window. Hello, officer. Hello. The, the <laughs> The best checkpoint I've seen is that as I was entering into one city. Where the fuck is that? <laughs> is that in Sligo? 
I was going into Cork. I was coming from Formoy into Cork. And what they've done is they don't block the motorway. It's really smart what the Gardaí have done. They start putting out the cones about two miles before that and you're slowing down and then you're in one lane and they feed, they, they, they direct you up a slip road. And the ice up, cream van is waiting for you. Up at the top of the slip road. Do you get it? They, Do you get it? The cones. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you start putting out cones and then you... And then before you know it, get him back to, get him back to Vicar Street quick 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 because he's, I can't put up with this getting, it's like a 14 year old he's charged up over in the corner here. He, hasn't, he hasn't been talking to anyone since we saw him get him back last. on stage quick anyway so you're in from I heading towards Cork and they see put, the cones put me up a slip road and I gave them oh, I yeah. gave them a winner at the bumper in Cheltenham uh, I told the two Gardaí right there that Sir Gerhardt would win the bumper in Cheltenham that was last week but anyway so hang on how does that work <laughs> Does that work? You get them. Hey, where are you going? Uh, what was the name of the horse? <laughs> Sir Gerhard. Sir Gerhard. <laughs> Three twenty Chetland tomorrow. Fair play to Hector. Off you go. Each way, each way, each I, way. Uh, I gave them the winner, Chetland. They were Hector. Where are you? What are you doing? I said we're doing a show for TG Car. All right. Have you got letters and all that? Yeah, we've sent you letters. Have you? Oh yeah. Okay. Go. Where are you going? Uh, any winners for Chetland, Hector? I said Sir Gerhard will win the bumper. And Sir Gerhard won the wow. number. So, uh, but the Gardaí are doing a great job around the country. I, I left on last Wednesday on my adventure and I drove to a very special little village. And I hadn't been in that village for nine years. And when I drove into it, the memories flooded back of your wedding. I went oh. to the village of Glasslock. Glasslock in County Monaghan. Yeah. Beautiful part Castle of the country. And I passed yeah. by the church where you got married. Oh, yeah. I was nearly is going... Is that near Emmy Vale or something? Yes, like yes. Emmy Vale. Yeah. Was that where the church was? Emmy Vale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know that area? I do. Beautiful, lumpy country up there in Monaghan. Drove from there over to Straban. Oh, that's wild country there. Coming across. Straban, County Tyrone. Oma, up to Oma, and it's Straban. And then from Straban, cross country to Bally Buffet. Oh, yeah. Was they telling me about the time they used to do the smuggling? Anytime you're talking to someone just on the other side of the border, they'd be smuggling butter and they'd be smuggling stuff. That go, they'd cycle across the border and they'd get stuff and bring it back. Like, Yeah. So, it, come it, here. What, what, that's a kind of a cross-country... You're kind of not going in a straight line. That, no. Where are you heading for, We were, We did a story in, in Glasslach of, oh, yeah. a, of, of a girl from Brazil who married a local from Emmyvale. Oh, yeah. And then we wanted to get across to Bally Buffet. Evan puts on the the, 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 the sat nav and it brings him on the shortest. The, the, I don't know what route it brings him on, but oh. we went pure country. Through Strab- Oma Straban and into Bally Buffet, lovely town Bally Buffet with the pitch, that Donegal pitch on the oh, right yeah. hand side. Finn Harps, isn't it? Finn like- Harps, and I met a guy from Nigeria who's been there for 21 years called Luca, who came from Nigeria after winning the under 17 World Cup playing with Kanu, knows, played with JJ Akocha, oh, and yeah. Great story. He uh, he he was about. To, he signed for Real Oviedo as a young seventeen-year-old, but it didn't work out. Didn't like Spain. His dream was to play against the boys in Barcelona, so he went back and applied for other clubs. And then didn't this letter come in from Finn Harps, Bally Buffet? Didn't even know where Ireland was. Never mind Finn Harps or Bally Buffet. Guy called Luca, very very decent footballer, centre back for the Nigerian under seventeen World Cup winners. How old is he now? He's in his late thirties. And was he? Did he ever? Was he talking about how 40, his professional career never? Why did his? Why did his professional career never take off? Many many trials. Always came back to Nigeria, waiting. Nothing ever. He ah, never got a bit of luck. Went to Real Oviedo. Manager changed. Didn't work out. Back in Nigeria, sending videos for trials. Sending people clubs videos. Finn Harps responded to his video, and they sent him a letter. 
and then he, he he had to get a working visa. So he flew all the way from Nigeria to London, and the story he tells is magnificent. He arrives in Dublin Airport, and nobody there to meet him from Finn Harps. He comes out the door, the Not. bus. He comes out the door, and he goes. He was expecting Luca Finn Harps. <laughs> he was sitting there in nothing, and he telling me this story in Finn Harps pitch the other day, and his brilliant Donegal English now after being twenty years in the town. He's there, Hector. Nobody there to meet me. Nothing. So I was looking around. I waited five minutes, and I waited ten minutes. And I waited 20 minutes and I waited half an hour. He had to get to feed the O'Donnell bus. <laughs> <laughs> he, and then he said, he said, all I had was a phone number. So he rang the phone number. Are you there, Nick? Where are you? He said, I'm, I'm in Dublin airport. Oh, no bother. We have nobody there to meet you. At the <laughs> See you he, when you get here t- tomorrow. So he said, hold on a second. There's a lad painting there from, from Bally Buffet at, at Dublin Airport. He's the chairman of the club. He's a painter. He's painting in Dublin Airport. He'll be down to you in about an hour. <laughs> True story. I can be, w- he went and got a coffee and the newspaper and sat there until a guy in overalls came down and tapped him on the shoulder. Are you Luca? And he goes, yeah. He goes, my name is John Barney. I'm the chairman of Finn Arps. Oh, stop. That's <laughs> great. It's pure. And then he went, what? He says, come on. <laughs> <laughs> He was put into the boot of a car. <laughs> <laughs> he said, You're right there, there, yeah. there <laughs> And then he, look at this, just told this brilliant story. He said, and he says, I said, what? He said, then we had to walk for about 20 minutes. He said, and then we got to the car and your man slid open the door with all the paint and the, the brushes. He says, fire your bag in there, Luke, and hop up the front. And then he went, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know who I was. He said, for the next four hours, they drove through oh. countryside. All he said, it was green. Mm. And they finally got to Bally Buffet. The way he spoke about the welcome he got in, in the town of Bally Buffet playing for Finn Harps was just amazing. And I went to Straman where they play cricket. And I met a, an Indian guy who plays cricket in Straman. I've got some great stories, but Bally Gormley, Castletown Stewart, Newton Arts, Maharab, Bally Gurling, Bally Gormley, Donamani, Mount Sion. There's a little place below Derry where they love cricket and it's in Tyrone. It's, and it's all surrounded by Republic. It's, it's a great game, cricket. The Irish cricket team did... Did they beat England in a one-day international mm. about four or five years ago? It was fucking tremendous. And I always yeah. thought, if you look at cricket, it's the type of game that would suit Irish people. Yeah. Just fucking leathering the ball with the bit yeah. of wood like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are now a test nation. There's only 13 other countries in the world that have played test, test cricket and we're one of them. But this guy, Bobby Rye came to Northern Ireland way back in the day and started playing for Straban Cricket Club. And that's Straban, which is on the banks of the foil. Lifford is just over the road. That's yeah. real Fenian Republican. Straban's a GA town. And where's, uh, where was he from? He was from India, from Southern oh, India. Played for India in front of 100,000 people. A <laughs> <laughs> 100,000 people. people. Played, walked out. It's 100,000 people in Straban. Lifford and... <laughs> Walked out in front of a hundred thousand people in Delhi. Delhi, oh, and the boys from Delhi Crime were there. Or Delhi Crime. Those are too many people. Um, and then he, wa- and he arrived in Northern Ireland, played for Straban Cricket Club, right in the heart of Straban, and then represented Ireland. And when I met him wow. the other day, so he played cricket for Ireland. Yes, and Class. and he came out, and he came out so in this jumper. <laughs> he came out in this wool Arand Island jumper. 
that cricketers get when you play for Ireland. And on the middle of it was this lovely crest of the three of the shamrocks. And he goes, I've decided I wore, I wore this today. He goes, every time I go back to India when, and I want to bring my jumper and I play a test match or I play a celebrity match, or whatever. When my friends see the jumper, it is a sought after item because the Irish cricket jumper is beautiful. They pass out playing with, with and he's, uh, the wool uh, on it. The wool must be awful hot. Very hot. But then you have a, you have a sleeveless yeah. as well. But he said... Some of my best friends, Hector, I've made in Northern Ireland love their cricket. Did you notice driving up north? Because the, rest the restrictions are less up there now <laughs> than they are here. Are there more people walking about? And People I are allowed onto beaches now. But and how stuff are they? How is it less? Because the, 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 is, the restrictions have been lifted. The vaccine has rolled oh, out. Oh, I thought time. it wasn't until later on in April. When they're, they're going to be allowed to go back playing Gaelic football and stuff up yeah. there. So they'll be playing, the, it's not the funny thing, they'll be playing club football in the north. Yeah. In, they'll be play, playing club football in Armagh yeah. and eight miles down the road in Monaghan they won't be allowed. Yeah. yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I think there's an imminent decision coming. I think there's a meeting happening this week down here where they will sort of relax the whole thing around the GA so they have to because... But, uh, I'll tell you, we're, we're, you, you realise what the world would be like the last couple of months without GA in it and how dull it would be and how boring it is. Like, Imagine if you were subjected to watching Irish soccer for the next freaking year. Oh. Like, as in Ireland playing soccer. It was soccer. bad the other night. Like, it was I mean, an all time low. I thank myself that I, I'm into Gaelic football when you say things like that. Like, mm. having to watch. Yeah, that. but football isn't the, the most entertaining. Gaelic? Yeah. No, it's, it is. It is club football. Club it's football is beautiful. Of, a, of course it is. You know, there's a big gap now with not having in, any football. Intermediate football is lovely. Junior football, junior C. There's some great football. It's matches. just also the camaraderie of going there and yeah, meeting yeah. people. Ye are county champions and it's as if you've been put up on the shelf and just, it's 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 almost like it's in... To be a county champions and then have a year in a pandemic, it's so we unfortunate. We haven't even been drinking with the cup since. It's ridiculous. Like, it's as if it's all forgotten, isn't yeah. it? In and a so, way. So what are you waiting for now in terms of... I know, it's just nice to get it back. I just feel like, I, I just think there's an awful gap in, just in just even in the parish, like, there's no football. Like, you, you know, you'd be heading off now, maybe start watching under 16 matches or minor <clears throat> matches on a how, Friday how, evening or a Thursday. How far away are you from the Knockmore pitch? Oh, like... Uh, like a five minute walk like wow, two minutes wow, like, wow. Yeah. I used to, have, we used to live in Rockbarton Road in Salt Hill and I loved it just and even I, the noises you can oh, hear because we were I was uh, a one minute walk away from Pierce Stadium and I used to love I'd make a flask of tea and I'd go down and I'd watch maybe Carrow play uh, St Michael's or something or, yeah. you know, with your Rogan oh, I loved it I just absolutely a flask of tea is only 100 yards where were you going an expedition an ex what was an expedition where were you off to? it was an adventure a flask of tea in this five minutes from the ground and and I loved it but what it reminded me of was that thing we were, you talked about ages ago about going to Park Talton and Navin mm -hmm. as a young fella yeah. and watching matches And so you're only a, a stroll from Knockmore oh, yeah, yeah. and is, is it floodlit yeah oh yeah oh lovely yeah. Yeah, and would you be you're in is there any talk of when the the club championship might start up again? I was talking to a, an influential person in the county in a county board this week, and I was kind of a bit taken aback by what he said. Uh, he said, "Oh, he said it's going to have to be the the, the county team first, you know, and uh, you can't expect elite 
elite athletes like inter-county footballers to put their life on hold until the end of this uh, end of the year. You know, it should be the county footballers first. That's shite. And then and then the club footballers. And you're like, but how do you pick the county footballers if you don't see them playing for the club? It's bullshit. It's I shite. just thought, well, if that's what we've got fighting our corners in terms it's, of it's GA, about the club and the juveniles yeah. and everybody in that like, club. I just thought, Jesus, is that where we're at? Like, oh yeah. It doesn't matter about the club, basically. So it's just, you know what? I think we're going to charge into a situation in a couple of years' time where the club is just going to be completely forgotten about or else there's going to be two completely separate sports. There's going to be inter-county football and GA, and your inter-county team will not consist of any players that play for the club. Like The well, club is the most important thing in the GA. Imagine he said yeah, that. I couldn't believe it. I just thought, when you say influential without saying who he was, was he, like a, county, was he, was he a county man? He was a county man. What, of course, he was a county would, man. Would, he would wouldn't he be, have said it if he wasn't. Was he county. fifty to sixty or sixty? No, no, he wasn't. Was he younger than that? Yes. Well, that's ridiculous. Mm. Out of date, archaic uh, attitude. And he had a res- uh, he had a he was in a position of responsibility. And a county player all or a club player all his life himself, not a county player. Right. Well. And to think like, oh, you can't have inter county players on a diet all year, and you know, having them live their life by. Oh well, you you can't play inter county till the end of the year. Just ah, stop! Did he ask him about the, the the mental well being of the 14, yeah. 15, 16, oh, 17 year old boys and girls in the club? What do they think the lads that's playing club football are sitting at home eating sausages and rashers every evening, stop. like you know, on do- day like it's um, For those of you who are listening who might be living in big cities and might be kind of tuned in totally to the the beauty of your local GAA club, um, it must be, it, it's very easy for us because the three of us live in rural parishes. Mm. Yes. And it's very easy to go down and the, the club are always looking for people and delighted that people getting are getting involved with the club. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's a wonderful way of getting to know the parish and getting to know neighbours and feeling connected. And it's fantastic. But I often wonder, say, people who live in big cities, mm. say in Limerick or Cork, or is it, now having said that, St. Michael's Club here in the west side of Galway City is unbe- it's an unbelievable club. I yeah. love it. I think that's it's the beauty great. of it, of, of no matter where you're living. Like even if you're living in New York or you're living yeah. in Boston or Chicago, wherever, you're still part of that small club. Like, you know, yeah. even if your club is big, you're still part of that. Um, and you're still getting involved in training and underage and the lotto or mm. the cleaning, or the, you know, when they do There are some that, great clubs that, in the city. Tell me this now. Say you were uh, my age, like 51 or right. maybe late 40s or maybe late 30s, moving into early 40s. Yes. And you had no children. Right. And no, and you didn't mix with children. And you wanted to go down to the local GAA, like, could you just stroll down and and watch? And watch. No, like, you don't, you, like, you don't have to have kids to get involved in the not GAA. A, not in the slightest. And, no. and you don't have to be able to play. No. No. You can just, I'm from this parish as well, I'm just come down to watch. There are some great supporters who, who, who and, and people involved in clubs behind the scenes who would never have coached, maybe never had children, maybe never married. The GAA is all encompassing and all welcoming. Would I be right to mm. say that? Good. Yeah, and there's this lovely older man who he's not from Knockmore at all, right? Oh, yeah. He's from up near Westport, I think. When you say lovely from, now, can you just describe him. Just well, you know how do you like, describe like, a lovely man? Like a nice, gentle, just kind, yeah, kind, grey-haired man, oh, yeah, soft, yeah. friendly. We have yes. a moustache. Doesn't drink. Doesn't, doesn't have a drink. Moustache. I'd be suspicious. Just loves yeah. his guy. But do you know what? Hang I, on. Does he have a moustache? No, he doesn't have a, a beard moustache. even. No. Just a lovely man, is he? But do you know what he? So he decided he in the nineties. I don't know, but I don't know very much about him. But he decided in the nineties he was going to start supporting Knockmore. 
Okay, so he wrote he some comes, songs. He comes to knock, all our more, matches. Knock, more, knock, more. Oh, the hills of river and the river gong and the boys and the, and the ball. And that the kind of song. He, I didn't say he wrote songs. Oh, I said he came and supported oh, Knock. Well, you oh, said that. Okay. Yeah. But he came, He comes, he used to come to all of the Knockmore matches and he came down to the He'd he drive club. himself now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he came down no to one the... No one in the car with him? <laughs> No. And was it a fancy car or an old car? I don't know what kind of a car. I never saw his car. I wasn't in his car. But you've decided he's lovely, Luz. I'm just. just No, he was a lovely man, Tommy. I said he was. So what he did. Do you know know what he worked at? (laughs) No. Keep going. Don't finish this story. Keep going. So we won that. We won the league last year. And he came down. You're not in charge of the guard, the vetting for Doc Moore, by chance. No, no, I'm not. Thankfully, obviously. I haven't been guarded vetted by them either. But he came down and he he celebrated with us. There's lots of women out there now who'd love to be vetted by a guard. <laughs> I'm sure there has been their, plenty. Their tongue's hanging out for a vet. <laughs> just a few questions You just need here, to go Pauline. to Coppers okay, any night of the week and you can get vetted. But um, yes, he Some came down and... heavy vetting. <laughs> Seriously, Please. he can't even talk. Keep going. Don't, don't let him... Don't I, let... I don't even know what I was telling you. Anyway, no, I'm just saying, the, the man is not from Knockmore. He came down to the club. He came he, Sorry, he, he was there celebrating with us No, I'm not. And then when we won the county championship, he was there again. And he doesn't drink, but he comes down to the club and he Does celebrates everybody know him? So we don't. Everybody knows him. And is he part and parcel of the club? Yeah, it's lovely, isn't and it? Like, it's how, just, how far does he live? I suppose when you're from somewhere that doesn't really have an exciting GA club maybe it's good to come to somewhere like that but that's his life that's what his passion is he's no connection to the village at all like Just he's, he's from another matches. parish, is he? Yeah. I've, been, I've been watching a lot of uh, cop shows recently uh, where people <laughs> doing investigative procedurals. You know? So you're uh, suspicious uh, of everyone. I'm just asking questions, Larita. You have no idea what this man works at. <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> would you like to have been a detective? Oh, I'd love to. But anyway, you've no idea what he works at? No. You've no idea what kind of a car he drives? No. And you've no idea, do you know where he lives? I do, yeah. Oh, you know where he lives? Okay. Yeah. And Not exactly where his house is now. Okay. And you know what? You d- but you I wouldn't be able to find him because I don't know his when name. When he comes is. to the ground, and, and you don't know his name, no. right? Okay, let's <laughs> <that's, laughs> strike him off our list immediately. <laughs> and um, he doesn't drink, so as you said, okay, maybe suspicious yeah. of that. We'll just put a, what yeah. we do is put a tracker on his car from now on. Oh yeah, we'll tra- I have a picture of him on my phone. There, I'll show you after what, a while. What's he doing in the picture? He's celebrating the cup. Um, he's in the picture with the cup. Um, ah, lovely. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have 
and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so we've been uh, listening to... Uh, what have we been listening to? We've been hearing what people have been saying in that they'd love an extra episode per week. So we'd like to take this. Are you a belch? Are you going to belch? Yeah, a, what are you going to do, Mick? Get rid of the belch. Stopped. No, stop. Mm. We've been hearing that people would like an extra episode per week. We love doing this. So we have some very exciting news about the possibility of an extra episode each week, which we will announce in full detail. Are we going to be vague? Next week. Is there a possibility of another episode? Possibly. Possibly. Oh, my word. Uh, I had to go to the hospital. When? Oh uh, yeah, sure, of course you fell downstairs. Oh yeah, there's an update. Yeah. We posted a picture of the antlers. And people were in support of you realising mm. that... Just before your adventure started. It, it was possible they would have got a fright as well. Somebody that posted, the best thing I saw was, who in the name of Christ put a pair of antlers 25 foot high up into the sky? Yeah. Like ridiculous. They were more it's frightened by the, the door. antlers. It's all there, just above the door. Oh yeah, everyone needs a pair of antlers. Oh, where they, they are were you? More Fucking North Dakota. They were where more is afraid he? Of Hey, Mom, we're in North Dakota now. Come on up to the cabin here. Um, Next thing you'll have a moose's head yeah, over the No, side. no, no. We'll have to bless the moose with yeah. Shangri-La water from Fermanagh. <laughs> we have to uh, just acknowledge the fact that uh, I, you're the only people I've told really about falling Well, no, you told the whole well, country. No, Tommy, because But hang on. Knows. You so told the whole country. No, I told ye, right? Yes. And then it, we have to be careful what we say in this podcast It exploded. Because, because we didn't know that journalists were listening to this podcast. Stop oh. it. Why? What happened? Because it was in, then it was in the papers. It was. And then, and then I started getting all these texts from all these friends of mine saying, oh, I just heard you fell down the stairs. I just read you <laughs> fell down the stairs. <laughs> You're a, you're a national treasure, Tommy. Well, I'm you, just saying we've got to be careful okay. what we say in this podcast because journalists are listening and they're fucking taking notes. Well, do, we, do you know what we should okay. do? We should I mean, make bit, up a load of things. We'll get the boys at Delhi Crime to do a CSI we'll get, on it. We'll make up some stories and we'll tell And see if they get printed. But anyway, yeah. I had to go into for the uh, MRI. This will be in the paper next week. Oh. I know, yeah. Uh, and a nurse rode me. A nurse rode me. What? Huh? A nurse rode you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, did she? She yeah. rode what you What happened? Did you in, in the MRI machine. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a lot of noise in there. All, all, all I could hear was... Oh, my Jays, I tell you. You were exhausted when you came out. I was drained. I was destroyed. Jesus Christ. 45 minutes later, Tommy comes out. What are you at? What are you at? So you're nothing broken anyway. Nothing broken, but going out to the hospital was a phenomenal example to me of the utter brilliance and magnificence of women. Women? Absolutely. It's mainly the hospital, any hospital in the country is mainly men walking around going, yeah, it hurts when I yawn and uh, when I, uh, <laughs> I have had a bit of a cough for a while. Or I, fell in a, I, I fell on a lump of cement and it hurt me back. All these men in pyjamas walking around like they've turned into little baby boys and the women are just fucking tremendous. I mean, I know there are male nurses and male doctors. I know there are female patients. But in general, just as a kind of... Uh, tremendous women. It's, 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 it's tremendous women and useless men. That, that's that the makes, but that's the and world. tremendous women working there. That's, 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 that's society what I'm saying. They were just fucking unbelievable and ruthless and brilliant and in charge. And I just felt safe. But there's nothing wrong with me apart from this pain of it. Tommy, um, oh, a lot of people there 
when they hear the word MRI, might go, fucking hell, what the fuck? Can you just describe what happened? Uh, you, did you, so did you get into did the you gown nip. off? They get, you get into the nip, right? Yeah. And yeah. then they get bits of sellotape to stick your lad to your leg in case you start to get lively inside. No, it does, yeah. Because really? if you get the horn in the MRI machine... You can't move, you see, in there. Yeah. No, but see, if you get, if you get the horn in the MRI, all your sperm turns to bullets. <laughs> like little ball bearings. Right. And the next time you'd be riding someone, you could do them awful damage. Because they, they might never talk again. Uh, <laughs> what was that thing years ago? Crossfire. Remember Crossfire? Yeah. <laughs> so that they, they, they strap you down. They sellotape your lad to the side of your leg. Right. Yeah, to make sure that's all Safety right. first, yes. Uh, and then they shave you. They, sh- don't, they don't have to, but I, I, I insisted. <laughs> In fairness, what are you going to do without a beard now? No, not my face. <laughs> From the shoulders I down. I know, I'm get you. And um, in you went. So they, and then they, they stick a bit of sellotape as to where the, they want the MRI. Sellotape? the MRI thing to go and they put a like a cricket pad over the part of your leg and then she says do you uh, they gave me some headphones and they says it gets very loud and then they started playing some fucking pop music and I asked them to turn it off and she said but it does get fairly loud and I said Matradam to me I'd, li- I'd like to hear it and then you're lying on a yoke and yes. you go into this <clears throat> massive donut of a thing and it's a long tube of a donut and you did you feel in. claustrophobic now when you went in no because it only went up as far as my chin it was like, and then, it, oh, you, did you put your feet in first? Feet in, well, you did, your head didn't go into the machine. No, they couldn't. They, they can't MRI your head. No, but of course they can. You can turn you around and put you in. That's why I'm an MRI. It's for your brain. Is it? Jesus, Tommy. Tommy, like. um, but listen, well, you, you, your feet went in first and your lad went into the machine. The whole lot went so in. So she saw your lad on the MRI. Oh, she had a good examination of and it. She'd and stuck she stuck to she, she, called, she called me wife in and oh. the two of them were talking <laughs> and then, then they started laughing. And they took I, pictures <laughs> of it. And then what did you hear? Ah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 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 I th- thought it was a digger outside reversing. And I was going, there's something wrong with the machine! There's something wrong with the machine! Press the button, press I, the button. You can't imagine someone designs a machine to make those noises when it's working properly. Yes, I know. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That sounds like a, it sounds like a machine that's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them old fucking HSE machines they got from the yeah. fucking health board in you Romania. Think you, you think you need to notify them? And I was going, what the fuck is happening? Gets very angry. So then uh, I asked for a bit of Dermot Kennedy. <laughs> we used to be giants. <laughs> and it was fine. Um, so, yeah, I've just have, I've a bit of a bleed on the muscles. Oh, be the oh, Lord. The Lord's sake. Yeah. So lucky it wasn't on a the... bleed on the... So it's a bit of a hematoma hover. One of them. She, she's one of... She's a tennis she's a player. She's a tennis player yeah. from Hungary. It's uh, a hematoma. Well, I was it's talking... But I was just... But I was... Genuinely, it's the utter professionalism and clear-sightedness and ruthless care that women uh, that's their job they're project. brilliantly they're skilled amazing brilliantly amazing. skilled a, a lady on, in, got in touch with me um, that listens to the podcast and she went for an MRI scan on her brain the other day on her head like and she asked them could they play the Tommy and Hector Aye. and they did play it ah nice one yeah for her while she was oh, in that's there great. that's great so there you go Tommy now you could have listened to us while you were in there I could have listened to us. Yes. I could have. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're all right, Tommy, because yeah. you got it. Hurts when I. Hurts when I. When I when but I nothing that. broken, so that's good. Nothing broken except my spirit. Yeah. Um, how was your that week? That seems Rita? to be recovering well. Your spirit now. I so have I to say. Yeah. Well, he's a bit more. Last week was like I've hurt myself. He couldn't laugh last week, I, and now yeah. he's chuckling oh, to yeah. himself. Chucky G. Uh, uh, yeah. Chucky G. Week? My week was uh, pretty uneventful, but I 
couldn't sleep last night what the because we we changed our our schedule this week, and I was afraid I wouldn't wake up. And what I you would you change your schedule for the we, podcast? for our podcast. Oh, yeah. So I thought I was going to forget to come today. So I just, even though I had my alarm set, I yeah. slept for two hours last night. Oh, for God's sake, Larita! I know. Yeah. Were you wired? I, I don't know. I, I just couldn't get. Now your fella is a very very. Small sleeper as well. Your fella only gets... Well, he slept, uh, I'd say, last night. I didn't, but... But is he, is your fella only sleep like three or four hours a night anyway? Yeah. But I, wow. I normally sleep. I normally sleep all night, but yeah. last night I didn't. So. Have you not got any little things you can put on the pillow or, or little drops in your mouth or little ear earbuds? I could, I suppose, I could have got drunk and maybe I would have slept. Oh, but then yeah. I would have had I'd a I'd every night. A woman yeah. who knows... A woman, <laughs> you, know what, you know all about your nasal sprays that you think. Yeah. You know all about your sleeping tablets from Thailand. Have you not yeah. got anything... Uh, I, I've, Am I, I drinking too much, William? Yeah, I think you are. Really? Ah, no, sure, that's well, too much. Well, let, 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 do your story first. Then. No, no, I don't have any story. No, go but on. I want to know about your sleeping pattern. That's no, not my good. sleeping pattern is How normally fine. Now? I normally go to bed around 12 o'clock and normally wake up at around half seven, 28. But last night, I was afraid I wouldn't wake up. What did I text? You know when, you know when you're, it's like when you're going on holidays and you, you, you can't go to sleep because you're afraid you'll miss the flight. And what did I text you last night, last thing? Safe driving. Exactly. Did you get a, a safe driving? Because yeah. I was worried. I was, yeah. I was worried. This fella here is the most annoying oh, person. Jesus. No just for those of you who are listening, uh, no Lydia text Tommy is, again. is pointing at me. Yes, I am pointing at you because um, I felt sorry for him last week when we left and he wasn't he's, feeling he's, well. He's in the room here yes, as well with he, you. Yes, First person singular. Felt sorry for him. And I, for you. Look you, me. I felt sorry for you. For and I sent you a message on Tuesday night and I said, why don't you watch this old soccer on air um, I never got that message exactly I think he's barred me from his phone I think no I, I no, yeah, so, he has he's no, barred me I think he wants I've come off what, I, no I've come off WhatsApp why you're weaning yourself off I'm off it I just got rid of it I deleted it as, the, as an app why Tommy you're so weird Tommy why because I was why? getting too many we, Tommy you're not getting us. any message from anybody you don't get messages I do I, I get text messages from who you, you don't text us he's the only person on planet earth who that you have to him? send him a text message on the traditional form of a text like next thing he's going to get rid of his iPhone how many, and have what's, an old how many whatsapp Nokia. groups are you in he's I got loads, but I, I sent I deleted him a thing it. I sent him a picture and I said watch this you're probably in pain watch this soccer match and you'll enjoy it it was Liverpool versus Everton in the FA Cup or whatever what year 1983 or something. Oh, Gary Gillespie. Phil Bab. I'm not sure what it was. Phil Bab. But like, no, deleted the app. Why? Because I was getting too many messages about things that weren't deserving you of my attention. You can remove yourself from that group if it's about the Barna Bingo Club, if it's yeah. about the Barna Soccer Club, if it's about the Christian Diocese. Everything's on a WhatsApp meetings. group. What remove about when you yourself. go back to training and training's at WhatsApp is the key. I'm not sure if I'm able to go back to training with, with after the accident. <laughs> Why is, it, why is that funny? Tommy, Six for months fuck's sake, you didn't actually like have an accident. Oh. You had a bit of a stumble. Oh, excuse me, it was in the papers. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Jesus, it's Tommy, a, like it's a fact. It was in is the mirror. Is that the worst accident you've ever had? Oh, we'll be hearing about the six months. He'll have that little after limp. Oh, yeah. You know the after limp. Honestly, he's afraid yeah, yeah, to let yeah, that go. Is yeah. that the worst thing that's ever happened to you? I think this, this podcast was the worst thing that ever happened to me. What do you mean? Is it the worst accident the, you've ever had? Is that the worst, Tommy? Never split your Did head. Did you ever have another accident? As an adult, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to no, me. No, as an human. A human being, have you ever had a worse accident than falling down the stairs? Well, I, I did. Christ. I remember one Sunday, uh, there was a little patch of green grass at the corner of one of the houses in Blackcastle Estate. And I remember one autumn morning, Sunday morning, the grass was a bit wet. We were playing, playing show jumping. And uh, 
the way we play show jump was you'd be you'd have your go on you'd, you'd be yeah, you'd, 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 you'd be patting yourself in the hole going go on go on and I was Captain Con Power right. on uh, Kerry Gold no that was uh, Dairy Gold Ed, Luxembourg Ed, that was Eddie Mackin Eddie Mackin had yeah. Kerry Gold Captain Con Power was on Rock, oh. Rock Barton Road and, <laughs> Go on, go on, go on, Rockbarton, go on, Rockbarton. Up you go. And I, I slipped at the taking off, my taking off foot slipped and I broke my hand. Right. Bro- so that, that was the worst accident I ever had. That's the worst. Yes. And then the next thing that happened to oh. you as an adult is you fell down a few steps and now you're... Whoa, easy, easy girl, easy girl. And now easy. he's like, oh well, my God, I'm not sure no, no, I'll no, be no, able no. to go out no, no, in public again. No, no, it wasn't a few steps. It was, a, it was one... It, it was, was 13 ma- steps. It was a massive This is the type of shit that's on those true crime documentaries on Netflix. Yeah. Where the husband pushed the wife and she fucking dies. Yeah. She dies and I didn't die. And I feel as if I'm being fucking sneered at because I'm still alive. Oh, you'd all be laughing if I was dead, Pot, the pot calling the kettle black in here, the sneer. The oh, sneer's yeah. on. Hey, Lorita, the sneer's on the other foot now. No, no, no. See <laughs> how he feels. Yeah, thing. yeah. Can you imagine if I fucking died with the dude we'd be sitting beside each other in the church going, I don't think it was that bad Lorita. before altogether. I think it just. No, he'd feel awful <laughs> yeah, bad then. Yeah, yeah, Lorita. Sorry he, for you. he just wanted to get off the WhatsApp group. This is all. I mean, do you know what? If I, if I was you, Lorita. I wouldn't have told anybody that I fell down the stairs. I mean, if you fell down the stairs and at least broke a Lorita. rib or something. One I mean, so, Lorita, one Sunday afternoon, I was out in the back garden. Shane, the youngest boy, says, Come on out, we'll have a few touches. The dinner was nearly ready. It was a slippy, wet grass, middle of winter. Yeah. and I started doing a little touchy toppy tippy toppy and I slipped I cracked four ribs on, yeah. a, on the curbing the continuous curbing on the tarmac yeah. cracked four ribs yeah. and you went inside and rode the wife that's how alleged you are <laughs> I cracked four ribs went yeah. in had me dinner couldn't even lift the thing couldn't cough my yeah, urine my too, urine yeah. was bleeding everything I yeah. left it for four days I went in you once said <laughs> you've cracked four ribs I don't know how in the name of God you've even survived she gave me a course of cocodamol yeah. 300 milligrams of cocodamol which is one of the biggest painkillers there tramazepans and trasiums yeah. and I was on that for a week and yeah. I still went to work that week and I still trained the boys yeah. exactly yeah. and little and fucking little more little people little oh, more I bruised my leg oh, I, I, I continue oh, here Toby please did you actually even get a bruise? Like, oh, did you even God. get a bruise? He's fairly recovered this week, hasn't he? Did you even get a bruise? Like, even a little small bruise? What were you doing at the did end of the Did you even get a bruise, oh, Tom? get me ibuprofen! Shut oh, it! Shut oh, it! You don't know what pain is like. Am I right, Larita? Yeah. Tell me a story about Imagine, when you had pain, Larita. Imagine, Tell like, me you a story even... about your pain. I wonder, like, yeah, broke my ribs playing football and played a football match two days later again yes. with the broken ribs. Yes! Tommy, oh, fucking, yeah. fucking I can't savages. even go back up the stairs. I, oh, no, I have a little he, hematoma. He's been living in the in the shed since. Still hurts me here, here. Is it here or here? <laughs> is it here? Oh, it's here. I have a little bleeding <laughs> on my tie. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> and I'm going home bleeding. in the car with my wife talking about that. I have a little bleed on my tie. <laughs> <laughs> This is a tough room. Yet. Do you have a bruise? What? Does she even have a bruise? No. Not even a bruise? Because <laughs> it's internal. Oh, it's internal. All Three right. weeks' time, you'll go around and be black and white. The mantlers will be pulled out. You uh, need to get my step ladder to get Tommy, up with them. I know, Tommy. In fairness, if you did die, we would be sad. <laughs> we would be sad. But oh, stop. But, it, you know, it shows it does hurt when I laugh. amazing... You know resilience. Yes, that you were able to, you know, come out of it unscathed. And, and I had to. And I mean, honestly, I mean, you haven't talked about it at all. Like, I mean, you barely mentioned it. No, he never mentions it. So is this the sarcasm? Uh, no, you've been so brave. Honestly, you've just been like. Well, I tell you what. You talked about going back uh, playing football after you got hurt. I cracked four ribs. Cracked on a curb. Yeah. On the continuous curbing, fell completely. Well, well, yeah, it's continuous, is it? Like it never stops. Or is it, is it, it goes just... down to his house, round his house, down the road, back to Navan, <laughs> up to fucking, up to Strabane, down to Africa. 
Yeah, man, it's continuous caravan written on the van. Um, so what? But I was back to work. Look, look at the way he's arcing himself. I was back to work. Tell me, I have a challenge for you now. Well, hang on, let me tell you. I yeah. was back to work. I was back to work as part of my work. I had to learn a poem. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I was. But are uh, you going to elocution now? No. no yeah, what is it? No, speech no, and drama. No, no. What have you got? What? No. This was the big thing last week where we might have to alter the podcast recording timetable because he had grade to. Grade one. Le- because le- I was out. Joke. Grade uh, one of elocution. <clears throat> What's your poem? No, Do you no, know no. Lady Gregory? And Cool Park. She played football yeah. for for Gort. Yeah. For Ardran. She was <laughs> she was the captain she of the Ardran. She asked you to write the finest hurl of Gort's ever produced. So so Lady Gregory was a great sponsor of the Irish arts a hundred years ago and involved with people like WB Yeats in the setting up of the Abbey Theatre and Sean O'Casey and all these fantastic people. Yes. So Druid Theatre Company yes. are doing this series of poems. Uh, written in and around Cool Park. Yes. So I had to I had to learn, even though I had fallen down the stairs, I had to learn a poem. And, uh, and did, were off, you able to? Off by oh, heart. Hang on, he's going to give it to us now. Here we go. I, I, I'll introduce it. Hang on. I, uh, What's hang the on. name of the poem? It's Ali? called Echo at Cool by uh, Austin Clark. Okay, one second. Well, you got that bit right anyway. <laughs> or who are we to okay, judge ready? if you didn't? <clears throat> okay, so wait, wait, wait I'm going to introduce. On, I'm, so, well, I'm going to introduce now. you. Would you like to stand up? Let me show because my leg is so. Here we go. Mm. And now Don't put too much pressure on it Hector no, just, no. just let it flow I'm, I'm just going to introduce you Tommy like <laughs> Tommy's pure serious by the way For anyone listening <clears throat> He's like don't put any pressure on me yeah, Just let it flow just Welcome it flow. to Podcast Sounds All over the world And now What the fuck is this? The time is What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and now the time is 11.40am It's time for some poetry Poetry This corner. is Echo at Cool By Austin Clark okay. Read by Tommy Tiernan Fuck Tommy Tiernan, just fucking, you've ruined it again, hang on. Welcome to Poetry on Podcast. It's (laughs) 7.52, Greenwich Mean Time. Here is Echoes on Cool, a poem. Echo at Cool. Here's Echo at Cool. By? By Austin Clark. Read by? Read by Tommy Tiernan. I stood one day... In the great pleasure garden at Cool, where the catalpa blossom, handing out pods in autumn, long as cigars that George Moore and Edward Martin smoked after dinner at Talyra. Sad wilderness of panicles, roses gone thorning, five leaves instead of seven grey, sportive blooms that had lost their seed and names in lengthy Latin. I stared a while beneath the copper beech at railings where guarded initials of WB and Y, AG, AJ, AE and SOC, thinking again how Lady Gregory would drive 12 miles day after day, sun raining in a phaeton along her avenues with phaeton, through the seven woods by alleys of wild privet, lake lingering, to count the swans for Willie. I came to the bust, miciness crumbling on his pedestal, obeyed the clear instructions in that unfinished poem by Yeats, calling to find the echo that lives by the high wall at the left-hand corner in private. Echo, whereabouts can you hear from, from? My task in the future can I know? No. Must I still hope, still body on? On. Yet how can I be certain my way is right? Right. Tell me what thoughts had Carlo Daly, Swift, and others who called on echoes lonely as you. Mass Mordecai Muckety and Cool Park Posse! Well done, Tommy. Fuck me. Now, while you were saying that, I thought you could write a poem like that about us coming to the shed. And I drive, it'd be a longer drive than the 12 miles. That's fucking decent, Tom. That's uh, well done. So I I learned that off by heart and then went out to Cool Park and was filmed uh, reciting it. 
And you could stand up for that length of time, even Tearing though you had tearing besides poem with cracked ribs and hematoma. No, it was it was it was uh, I was hematoma, <laughs> cracked ribs and hematoma. Down. Well done, right? Keep on going, boys. So that, well, anyway, everybody, Echo, that's I've I've got a Echo, cha- challenge for you now. What's that? Uh, for Easter. You are not into um, climbing stairs lately because of your accident. Yeah. But to to go back to that scene of the crime, there's a challenge that's happening over Easter and it's the Everest challenge where you have to climb a flight of stairs which is one up and one down 500 times. He's not going near what do you mean to one up and down. So going up and down the stairs is one flight of stairs. Yeah. Like, and you have to do it 500 times for um, which it'll be kind of like if you climbed Mount Everest that'll be Everest the same is, length Everest is more than Everest point. is 39,000 feet yeah so if you do it that many times if you do it up and down and once who's doing this and do it 500 times <coughs> and it's a challenge that um, two people from Ballina Shane Timlin and Fiona Rouse are doing for, for charity Why, hello, they're doing it for charity it's called the Everest challenge so I thought because of your Hang stare on. I'm already problem, fucking Helping a blind woman run from y'all to call. Yeah, well, in preparation for it, you should you start to, climbing. Did you the see the way she slipped in the bloody Ballina and yeah. everything? Wait, is there any way, Larissa, you can slip bl- it? Bl- blindfolded, you could. Oh, Jesus. He can't do it blindfolded. Anyway, everybody, we hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. It's been uh, a pleasure talking to you. I'm not Go- finished. Goodbye and good luck. <laughs> Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.